just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. G'day and welcome to the proper true yarn podcast. My name is Knuckles. This is the show in which we extract the wildest and loosest yarns and stories from a few mad critters around the planet. The OG proper true yarn man himself, me old boy uh, TJ Hanley. Here he is. We got him in the studio. We got any more Princey yarns in the in the vault, TJ? Or what? Oh, Princey, righto. Yeah, Princey and I. We went to Mount Isa once, and we stayed at the Overlander Hotel. We had to do a grocery run. Him and I in the old Toyota, and uh, so we're up there with the Overlander Hotel of the restaurant. And my old matey's got the jacky ass singer with the black stubby shorts and the old thong boot on. There we are. So he goes in and the waitress said, would you like a menu, sir? And old Prince, said, I don't want a menu. He said, I want fucking barramundi for two. He said, barramundi for two. Said, okay, sir. So anyway, come out, I'm sitting there and next thing this big bloody slice of barramundi comes out in their plate and he, Puts his big bloody fork in it and he puts a big mouthful of barramundi and <laughs> full of bones. He <laughs> spat it out in the plate and there's all these women and kids around <laughs> He said, this is not fucking barramundi, it's bony Bradley. Said. <laughs> well, that's when TJ left the camp. I fucking bowled it. I was out of there. <laughs> Fucking bone. <laughs> <laughs> he, I was gone. I left him with it. With it, I just floated. Uh, other time, true bloody yarn. He bloody had a blue in the pub in Bullia. He said, oh, he, he, he went up to Dajara. And so, what you say? He had a blue, so he's no, a, no more Bullia pub. He, he was banned. He, he was banned. banned. Banned from the Bullia pub. He abused the old publican's daughter. So we went went to Dajara. How far is Dajara from Bullia? Ninety mile, about a hundred and whatever, fifty k oh, yeah. drive. Anyway, that's right. He bought he bought the bloody Dajara pub and said, "Right, oh," he said. He said, "Bloody, well, buddy, I'll give you a deposit. Wrote a check out for I think eighteen thousand dollars." He said, "I'll go back to Buddy um, Bullia." He said, and we'll see the solicitors on Monday and we'll work it out. And um, anyway, he said, put a pal to piss on the Tojo, on the Toyota. <laughs> pal to piss on right. So goes back to Booyah, pulls up in the front of the pub. Fucking, I got my own fucking pub. You can jam the pub up your ass. 
<laughs> Proper true yarn. Proper true yarn. <laughs> Proper true yarn. He is the wildest man. As a, a great, great man to work for. Paid, paid very well. I, he used to say to me, Friday night, you going to the golf club? Yeah, I might go in for a few beers, I'd say. He'd say, well, here's 100 bucks. Well, this is 1975. It's 100 bucks. How much are you on per week then, Dad? Oh, I'd be flat out being on probably 250, you know, a week. And he'd give me $100 on Friday night, go and have a beer. And he'd say, um, that's all right. I'd go in. Anyway, what's the name? When I finished up there and uh, I said, look, he working the pays out and he said, you know, I said, well, all those different times you give me $100 to go to the pub. I said, that's got to come out of me. Why? He says, oh, bullshit. He said, oh, I can't shout your beer, he said. He said, you know, for the work you're doing, he said, there's something wrong, he said. And and that's the sort of fellow he was. Very, very good, very good to work for. Very good to work for, yeah. But so. didn't he, when you at the police academy, didn't he come down? Oh, yeah, he come down to the police academy to try and take me, take me back to the property, you know. Yeah. And then he shit myself when he, they said... I was in the police academy and it says Mr. Athel Prince out the front to see you. <laughs> I thought he had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said, no, no. Uh, I said, no, I'll be buddy. Uh, hard up for workers then. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 good good bloke to work for. Wild man, wild man in a vehicle with stock. But he had sheep, you know, a lot of sheep and cattle, but I wasn't real... Big into the bloody sheep. I worked with sheep when I jackrooted Blackhall, you know. But but uh, talking about jackrooting at Blackhall, I got a few stories there. There's an old bloke, Bluey, was a cowboy, cowboy gardener at, at Blackhall there, and I was just jackaroo there. And um, shearing time come along, and Bluey used to live in his old quarters there, and he used to use the two septic toilets on the shearers' quarters. See. Anyway, that's all right. So shearing comes along and um, the shearers are there and they block the septic up, see. So the old owner of the place said, Blue, he said, the septics are blocked up. He said, you have to clean clean them out, clean the shit out of them, see. And this Blue said, well, he said, you can get fucked. I'm not cleaning them out, he said. He said, these shearers, he said. He said, I shit there all year, he said. No problem. These shearers, he said, eat like fucking horses, turds like footballs, lock up the septic, and you want me to clean the bus out, he said, you can get fucked. Because there's a wormy little jackaroo, old TJ, TJ. Oh, Terry, you're going to have to clean. Here I am with a fucking wire pipe pulling these turds like footballs out of this bloke. So anyway, yeah, poor old Blue. He wasn't, he wasn't going to do it. He reckoned he'd be shit there all year. Didn't cause a problem, you know. But, uh, yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, talking about bloody stations and that, my old dad. Before the war, he was worked on a place called Forest Vale Station. And the Depression times, pretty bloody, pretty, pretty rough times, you know. And uh, the old, the old manager used to only give the ringers plum jam. That's all I ever got was plum jam, plum jam, plum jam. 
because the buddy, the rest of them got all the different type of jams. So <coughs> the manager and his wife went to Mitchell for the show. Dad got into the storeroom and he cut the labels off all the jam tins <laughs> so they didn't know what was in it. But burn all the labels. He said, shit, he said, it was good. We got a bit of melon and lemon and a bit of strawberry. <laughs> he said he, he got rid of all the labels off, off the jam tins, you know. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. You're right, oh, there's this bloody young fella, see. He's in this country, western town, this western town. There's a copper there, he's sitting there and he's sitting on this stop sign, see. This young fella come along on his shit. And he just sort of pulled up and he looked left and he looked to the right. He didn't quite stop. He dribbled over the stop sign and went through. Next thing, this bloody copper, see. This bloody got him. Pull up. He said... You went through a stop sign. You didn't stop. He said, well, I nearly stopped. He said, it's the same. I nearly stopped. It's the same. He said, I looked to the left, looked to the right, but I didn't completely stop. The copper said, step out of the car, Sonny. He pulled that baton out of his pocket, started hitting him on the top of the head with the baton. Bang. Bang, bang, bang. Top of the end is going, fuck, hell, oh, shit. He said, you want me to nearly stop hitting you on top of the baton or you want me to stop hitting you on the top of the baton? <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, he said, I get the message. He said, I get the message. He said, there's a difference between nearly stop and stopping. Right, oh, he said, okay, he got it. <laughs> anyway. Another one talking about buddy coppers. This is buddy true story. My dad told me this probably 60, 60 years ago and it's about a buddy, uh, an old ringer fella had come from Bolan and Bolan's in western Queensland, southwest of Mitchell there and Bolan used to be on the Wallen. It is still on the Wallen River, Bolan on the Wallen. And this old fella... He was on Homeborn Station and he's an old ringer, stockman fella. In those days, they'd work all year, come to town at Christmas time and drink their checkout, get on the bloody piss something bad, drink their checkout, then go back to the station and, 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 and you know, do the same thing for the next year. Anyway, this fella's name was, was Bo Yakka, old Bo Yakka. And Dad told me about Bo Yakka when I was about 10 year old. And he said, old Bayak was on Homeborn Station, drank his checkout every year, never been east of Roma, always been west of Roma, see, all his life. And they said, Bayak, what you want to do is you've got plenty of money there, buy a car and go to the Brisbane Exhibition. He said, you reckon? They said, go and buy yourself a nice car to go to the Brisbane Exhibition. So old Bayak, this has been the 1950s, he's bloody... Bought a buddy, new Zephyr Ute, old Boyaka. Flashes man on the road, this big Zephyr. You know, and never been east to Roma. So he set sail. Be the king of the road, old Boyaka. He's driving and driving. And because traffic lights weren't heard of. And he's going to the Brisbane exhi- exhibition. See? <clears throat> he gets to Oxley, Oxley there, the Oxley pub where the police academy is there now. First traffic light he's seen. 
because red light, green light, bloody Boyaka don't lie. He goes straight through a red light with a big zephyr, zephyr, new zephyr ute, go on to the Brisbane exhibition. Happy as a mud crab he was. Anyway, along come a traffic copper there. And he's never been west of Ipswich, see? So they two meet. Boyaka never been east of Roma. Traffic copper never been west of Ipswich. So he pulls him up. He said, what's your name? He said, Boyaka. He said, Boyaka. What's your real name? He said, George Edward Moore, better known as Boyaka throughout the West. Yeah, Boyaka. He said, you've just been through a red light. Where do you come from? He said, I come from Bolin. He said, where's that? He said, Bollin on the Wallen, on the Wallen River, see. And this copper says, Bollin on the Wallen. What state's that in? Old Boyaka said, pretty fucking poor state when I left, you know, big drought on. <laughs> <laughs> big drought on. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they'd be, they be still talking about old Boyaka out there these days, you know. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll tap into a yarn, right? Yep. There's a yarn. We, we'll get we'll get a little a little side of the story, just to fill in a few gaps of a, a little viral yarn that it went viral about myself and a little yeti you let it yeti suit <laughs> that I that yeah. I might have partaken in on a couple of nights just <laughs> and um TJ might have been receiver of a call. Anyway, we might just <laughs> we might we'll just get TJ's TJ's call of the situation about what happened that little little fine weekend. Well, I was working on a place south of Blackwater, Bottle Tree Camp Station for John Amwich, and a detective from Blackwater, who I know well, young Craigie there, he rings me up and he says, TJ. You worked around this country a bit? I said, yep. He said, you ever heard of any yetis getting around that country? <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, I have. He said, what, there is yetis around there? I said, yeah, oh, yeah, there is, yeah. yeah. I said, uh, Jesus Christ, mate, he said. Where do you see him?" I said, well, I said, if you come to my place this weekend... You'll find a Yeti <laughs> camped in a bedroom in my house. Fucking <laughs> Yeti. It's my bloody son, the mad bastard. He's the friggin' Yeti. I said, oh. He said, oh, he said, oh, well, that's, that's all right then. He said, that's all right. <laughs> full, in pl- full police investigation. Yeah, full to- police investigation. I found the offender straight up. <laughs> that's he, it. He's going to get some country drum from me about jetties. <laughs> I told him straight up where the main suspect was camping in my freaking house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that that good of a detective, he knew fucking straight. <laughs> that's right. Can sniff a yeti turned out that bastard. Yeah, so that's the uh, Blackwater Yeti TJ side, and fucky, uh, give it to me, <laughs> give it to me I'll here on the phone. Oh, Craig, I said, get rid of that friggin' yeti suit, you bastard, before someone runs over and kills you. I said, yeah, buddy. Just remember, guys, call out. It's my shout. And keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.